0: Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience here in Mississippi at WYAD, 94.1 FM, and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all could be with us. Also, tuning in through our online affiliates around the world. We're glad that you all could join us as well. We're excited to welcome back author Dennis J. Perkins to our program today. Dennis is celebrating a new book that is really thought-provoking, I think will not only make you think, but also make you reconsider maybe the way that you look at the world and yourself in it. The book is called... The Indoctrination of Separation. We'll talk to Dennis not only about the newest book, what it's been like for him to travel around the country and to see the response to his other books, but also let you guys know how what he hopes you're able to take away from the new book as well. Dennis, hello to you, and welcome back to the program.
1: Hey, good morning, Cyrus. How are you today?
0: Hey, doing really good. Glad to be able to speak with you again, Dennis, as always. So, Dennis, you have another book that's out now. I want to talk to you about this feeling because, you know, it seems like for the past four years in particular, you know, your your journey as an author, you know, having words to say, uh, has really produced not only, I think, some great books, but also um, really for yourself, I think, you know, another layer of success for you. What has it been like for you to see the response to the books, Dennis?
1: Man, I I tell you, it's been great. Um, You know, a a lot of times people will come up to my book table when I go to the book signings and they'll say, "Um, did you write this? And I'm I'm wondering why do they ask that because I'm sitting there uh, with the books and I guess they think I work at the store maybe or just sitting there trying to promote the book. Um, Mm -hmm. I say, sure, I wrote it. And and they'll inquisitively look at it and say, hmm. And and so this is what I believe God wants me to do. He wants me to put things out that are going to – it's thought-provoking. And so uh, we're we're working on trying to renew minds. Uh, You know, that's that's my whole goal in putting out these books. You know, if I had to say, personally speaking, if I'm going to do something, I'd rather do something that's going to cause thoughts to be provoked. A new way of thinking, seeing things, viewing things. That's what I want.
0: Well, Dennis, that's not. That's a. I think it's 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 a great, a great aspiration and a great goal for any of us. But it's not always easy to do. So I want to ask you about how this all began, because. You know, there are people who are given messages to share, but even we have biblical examples of people who did not feel comfortable sharing those messages. You have Moses as a prominent example of that, right? He looked for every excuse he could find as to why he yeah. wasn't the right messenger. Was it, it, was it easy for you to embrace the role as messenger?
1: No, not at all. Um, the first book that I wrote was Everlasting Love. I absolutely didn't want to write that book um especially that one because that one I knew I would have to go very deep into my emotions and so that made it difficult for me and the second thing was that I just absolutely didn't want to write i said i don't want i don't want to write i mean i told myself i said that out of my own mouth i don't want to write <laughs> and so the lord just kept dealing with me about it um, it had been spoken over me, you know, yeah. Uh, I knew inside of me that I loved writing. I loved um, that type of expression um, because I felt that you can express yourself in, without interruption. That's one way you can, you don't have to speak over somebody. You can just write it. So uh, always written. Um, that is something that uh, I think is just, it was like a gift. But, um, yeah, it was like a gift. But I had a difficult time wanting other people to know the depths of my thoughts. That was a challenge for me. Uh, I was usually quiet, kind of to myself, nice guy, didn't like a lot of uh, controversy in my life, that kind of thing. But now, I mean, since I'm older, I don't mind about, you know, people questioning. I don't mind about people having a different opinion. Uh, I leave way and room for people to voice their opinions all the time. I've always listened to other people. And whether I agreed with them or not, I did knock them for the way they thought uh, right. or what they believe in. So I said, well, you know, why not? Why not go ahead and be bold, take the step and just let the chips fall where they may. And it gets to a point, Cyrus, where you get thick skin and you don't mind as much because as a messenger, you know that you've done your job. You know that you're only doing this to please the one that's provoked you to do it. And that's God. Yeah. And so right. uh so I can I can pat either myself on the back, let him pat me on the back and we say, Job well done a good and faithful servant. That's all I want to hear. I mean, when I hear that I'm happy.
0: Yeah. Well, and that that brings up a great point, uh Dennis, and that is about, it is really just about our own faithfulness, um and our own obedience. And I think the great thing is God does not put us in control of the outcome. You know, and yeah. and that that is the thing. I mean, just like with his prophets. He gave them a message, but it was not up to the prophet whether the people received the message or not. It was up to them. And I think that that is the the great thing. So let's kind of go walk through this. As you mentioned, of course, uh, books like Everlasting Love, but the greatest of these is love. Uh, My favorite is The Courage to Step Out of the Familiar. Uh, you know, then you have books like uh, Living uh, to Give Your All, uh, Standing Up Right in an Upside-Down World, The Camouflage of Deception, and now The Indoctrination of, of Separation. Do you still have those wow moments, though, Dennis, though, of, of, I mean, it's not like, I mean, this has been going on for 10 years. I mean, we really are talking about a very short amount of time <laughs> that yeah. that you have released, what, six or seven books.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I do have many wild moments. I I sit back sometimes. I have all my books on the table, uh, you know, just stacked up. So uh, before I go to a book signing, I'll check my supply, and then I'll, you know, just restock. But I have my books sitting on the table, and it's amazing to look at those books and say, you did that? Um, So, yeah, many wild moments. I wonder sometimes, what did I get? I mean, maybe I could have said that differently maybe i could have had a different title maybe it could have grabbed people a different way but i just write what i get and that's all god permits me to do i mean the way i hear it is the way i write it so um i'm just i want to be pleasing to him but yeah i I still yeah i just said me You, you want to use me to do this i still have those questions and I still have those moments where I, I can't believe it's done. I can't believe that I'm holding the book right in front of me now. So uh, and I have to do that sometimes. I say, really? <laughs> so, right, yeah, right. I had plenty of those moments.
0: So let's get into the overarching message of all of them. And I said this to you before we went on here, Dennis. I think the <laughs> overarching message, regardless of if some uh, may hit uh, others a little harder than 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 some of the earlier books. The overarching mm-hmm. message is love. Do you kind of see it that is. as the signature of these messages? That even when you're talking about the things that may not be right and how people have been, as you talk about in the newest book, or even in The Camouflage of Deception, talk about the things that where people have gone wrong, that it is written in the way of love.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, because God is love. And his message is are hard-hitting in a lot of instances. He doesn't sugarcoat anything when he says something uh, because he wants people to yield to the truth. And, you know, there's a scripture over in 1 Corinthians 13, and it talks about, you know, love, the attributes of love. And it, it talks about how love suffers long. Love does not behave itself unseemly. Love rejoices, not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth and so that's that's a <laughs> to me that can be hard hitting because the truth is what actually sets people free the truth right. is what brings light it illuminates a dark place some you know if you don't know something the truth once it's revealed then you know and then right. you put in a position where you can make proper choices you either say I don't want to do that, or I think I'm going to gravitate towards the truth. I'm going to do what's right, you know? And uh, so it, it's up to you. It leaves you with a choice. But when you're in darkness, you don't know any better. And why, you know, why do people want to roam around not knowing in darkness and not knowing that they have something great if they tap into it? You know, I, I, I joke, I joke about you a lot. Because I, I, I say the great Cyrus well, you know, because you've tapped into the greater one that lives on the inside of you. See, greater is he yeah. that's in you. And, and you've tapped into that. You've embraced that. And so a lot of times, you know, and there's no darkness in God at all. God is light. Right. So that's the thing. And and then when you talk about his word, his word is truth. So it's, it's, it's not I'm trying to... Well, yeah, I I will say I'm I'm kind of preachy a little bit because what I want people to see is that when you start hearing voices of folk that don't really have your best interests at heart, uh, a lot of what I see in indoctrination is the fact that people want to control how you think. They want to rob you of your own God-given ability to reason and think for yourself. They're trying to condition you into thinking a certain way, and, you know, you develop these habits, you develop these mores, whatever it is. You develop something that you fit into this mold that somebody else is trying to get you to believe and, and stay within and live within. God doesn't you want could- us that way. God wants us free.
0: Yeah, you say in the book, Dennis, uh, in the new book, The Indoctrination of Separation, for those who have the print edition, it's found on page 59, you say separation describes a pulling or breaking apart. It is the fragmentation of what was once whole. Anything that is fragmented has ceased to maintain its original state of being. When there is breakup, separation, or any kind of division, there is a destructive weakening of the structure that once stood firm and strong. And that, again, shows the power of being able to separate, right? Of, of when yes. you're able to separate people away, it makes mm-hmm. them more vulnerable. So what has that okay. message been like for you to share, to let people know that, you know what, when there is this breaking away, this separation, especially breaking away from what you know to be right, what mm-hmm. has it been like for you to see the way people have been responding to that message?
1: Well, they, it, it, it causes them to, to pause. It causes them to, to take a pause, to think about it. And that's really what it's, it's meant for. You know, they may not embrace it. Yeah. Some people just don't embrace that message because they're 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 just determined to stay in their own silos of belief systems. And you just have to do the best you can. I know Moses had to deal with it, you know, the disciples dealt with it. All people you know, because they went and they preached it didn't mean that everybody was gonna embrace the message. Many, many, many people did. But there were some that just would not. You know. So uh, I, I believe that there's a new day coming where people are going to be more, in, you know, just receptive of the truth. Um, and I believe that this is a time of greater re- uh, revelation, you know, where people are going to know the truth. And the truth is going to be something just so, I mean, just embraced because people are going to be set free. And, um, you know, lies, deceptions, things that have been hidden. Um, truths that have been hidden away are going to be revealed. I just believe that in my heart. I know that this is the time that we 're in today yeah. um and it 's coming greater it 's coming i mean faster and faster in, in greater measure so yeah um yeah so that that's uh that 's the message that I really want to convey to people that that God really wants them free, and you have to be willing. To break free and to be free, you have to be willing. you know we're not here to break you out because I imagine some people are in sales, and I can just picture people being in sales and i I come with a key, I unlock the door, and I open the door it 's up to them whether they want to come out or not. if they're conditioned yeah. to being in prison, then they may not, and so it's just it's the choice it's sometimes scary. Uh, you remember the the, the um, your your favorite book of the one that, that I wrote. You know, on the the cover, you know, I have this room that's all in disarray. It's just crazy. You know, everything's thrown around. It's like a cave. Uh, and then outside, you have all the light and beautiful fields. All they have to do is just come outside. And so that's the thing. I mean, we've been so conditioned in this life to not be willing to do something different, not be willing to take a step forward. And I just don't, you know, I, but we're going to keep trying. We're going to keep putting the word out. We're going to keep doing whatever God gives us to do right. to be that light and be light bearers. And uh, yeah. I, we can't, you can't stop. I can't stop being who, who God made me to be. I'm going to keep on being it and doing it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's it, and I think that is the challenge and also the commission uh, that everyone has. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to Conversations Live. Dennis J. Perkins is our guest again. We're talking about his newest book, The Indoctrination of Separation. So Dennis, the other thing, and you referenced it at the beginning, uh, you've been able to not just have conversations like this. You've also been out there meeting readers. What has that experience been like for you to come from where you come from? I talk about this all the time, that it's a great example that where you start is not not where you have to finish. So what has it been like for you to start, you know, here in Mississippi uh, and to be able to travel uh, around to other states and to be able to share the messages you've been given?
1: That is such a privilege for me to get out there. You know, Cyrus, there are times when I go places and I, I, I drive most of the of the time I drive, and I get there. And sometimes when I get there, I've got a challenge. The challenge might be, oh oh, there's a game today. Oh oh, there's a big air show today. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and so I may not get the crowds. You know, I may not get all of the. But sometimes I'm there just for one person. I can't even believe yeah. it. I said, no. and and so when I get there, God has already pre preordained me to meet the people that I'm supposed to meet and to speak into their lives things that they need to hear. And they buy the book and they go away, you know, completely saying, God sent you today. Man, you know, that makes that makes the whole trip worthwhile. So no time of is course. ever wasted. Right. So, um but I get I get good responses. Um there are some people that are so inquisitive, not in, you know, some of the hardest ground that I've walked in sometimes would would be like a Barnes and Noble, where people are not, I mean, they're into all kinds of reading and material. And sometimes it's hard ground. Sometimes people, they look at me strange and say, what kind of book is that? (laughs) And they say, huh And they'll walk off uh, because they don't want to have anything to do with it. And some have openly said, well, I don't believe in it. I'm this way. I believe that way. And I'm saying, that's fine. You know, that is fine. Right. Um And I, I don't try and sell it anyway, but I'll say, well, you know, that's, that's that's fine if you want to believe that way. And I have conversations with them. So you get all kinds of, it's just a mixture of, um, of responses. But it's all interesting. I gained from, from all the negative and the positive. I gained from it all. Yeah.
0: Well, let, let's talk about just as an author for a moment, Dennis, for other aspiring authors out there who are listening to this conversation. Because I think the point you're making is a good one, and, and I've definitely learned it myself, that everyone is not going to want what you have, right, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. You know, it may not just be their thing. What has helped you even through that part? Because rejection is not – whether your personal faith or not – rejection is not an easy thing. So what yeah. has helped you even with that in dealing with the no's?
1: the fact that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I was I was uh, assigned to go out. I remember sitting one day, I wasn't doing anything, I had written the book, and I heard the voice saying, and that's the Holy Spirit, saying, now what are you going to do? And you've written it, you know, and you probably you, you had it published, now what? And I heard, Take it out to the people. Hmm. Market it. Take it out. I said, Okay. And so the idea came, well, try and set up book signings. I had nobody, I never tell anything like that, so I started just making calls. And when I did that I didn't I didn't know what to expect. I just felt right. like oh boy, I'm gonna be rejected like crazy You know, and and I was a little nervous about that but I've gotten to the point where I understood that I was on assignment to get it out, regardless of how people responded. It's almost yeah. like speaking out a word. Let's say you have a, God tells you to say a word and you, you know, it may be a prayer, maybe something. And he says, if you speak this word out, it's going to literally change the atmosphere around you. Now, would you, would you, Take that word and not speak it because there's nobody around to listen. <laughs> you know, you'll you'll go on and speak that word out, change atmosphere. So when I go into a place, I feel like I'm bringing an atmosphere yeah. to them. Now, whether they receive it or not, I'm doing my part to bring an atmosphere, to bring an atmosphere of hope, love, and faith to some to, to people that don't have it. And you know, a lot of times that's they're struggling. People are out there struggling. They don't even know. And there have been people that have rejected the the message. But then there is something about me. You know, I'll sit there with a big smile on my face, speaking to everybody that comes through the door. And the people think I work there. And the people say at the bookstore, they'll say, "Man, you you know, you really we love we love having you because you talk to the people." Yeah. And so if the impression that you leave behind may not have sold a lot of books, the atmosphere that you create and bring, it means something. It is powerful. That's one thing I found, sorry. It's what you yeah. bring to the table. And I feel like I'm always bringing something positive to the table. Yeah. So I keep doing
0: it. Exactly. And that's a great reminder for all of us uh, to keep doing it. Uh, That is the thing. Again, everyone, Dennis J. Perkins has been our guest. Dennis, always a pleasure, man, having you on again. The new book is The Indoctrination of Separation. And the time goes by so fast, Dennis. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the the thing is about this new book uh, that I really like is that it really is not about trying to change anyone's mind. Mm -hmm. It's not trying to convince anybody. It's just presenting what is. And then it's up to the reader what, what they decide to do with it at that point. And I think that is, the, that is the difference in trying to do exactly what you talk about in the book, trying to indoctrinate people, trying to brainwash people, instead of just presenting what is and letting the people choose. Uh, and I think yeah. that is the the big thing. So, of course, the books are available through our friends at Amazon.com. Dennis, But how can they stay connected with you?
1: Hey, you can email me. D. Perkins twenty four fifteen at Comcast dot net. Uh, you may also reach out to me uh, at uh, DP Ventures, the DP Ventures dot com. That's my website. You may also reach out on Facebook. I'm Dennis Perkins, and on Instagram, DP Ventures twenty eighteen. That's 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 the year I started writing twenty eighteen. <laughs> mm, well, so. Those are the ways to do it. And, of course, you know, Amazon, goodness, on Amazon.
0: Exactly. Well, Dennis, congratulations to you, man. Glad to have you back on with us. And looking forward to our next conversation together, man.
1: Looking forward to it, Cyrus. God bless you.
0: God bless you as well. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. saying as always. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Now, let's go make today amazing. Take care.